Welcome to the broadcast of the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, where Daryl Jackson is our pastor. We are located at 2440 Atlas Road in Columbia, South Carolina, and we're so glad you've tuned in. We pray that today's message is truly a blessing to you. If you desire prayer, our ministers are available to pray with you. Give us a call at 803-776-1238 or call us toll-free at 1-888-776-1238. Today, Pastor Daryl Jackson shares the message titled, You Have Already Won. There's a word from the Lord this day. Thank you for your patience. At the beginning of this year, we shared with you our theme, which is a year of supernatural victories. On that watch night service, we said to you that this subject will be shared and will be preached and taught throughout this year. And we said that God had challenged us to look at the category of supernatural victories through two focal points. One is on the battlefield, literal battles that God intervened on behalf of those who were his people. We've identified 24 of those. The other is in life. How has God intervened on our behalf in life. God has also asked us to identify and share 24 of those. So 24 supernatural victories in life and 24 supernatural victories on the battlefield. Today is the first message dealing with supernatural victories in life. Look at somebody and say victory in life is yours. I want you to know that, okay? This is the first of 24 messages dealing with supernatural victories in life. We would also share every other week we will rotate between the two. Next week we'll deal with the battlefield, the next week life. So I said to the congregation this morning, you don't want to miss any of them. And if you do, I want you to do what you do for your favorite television show. You record it or you go back and watch it on demand. Some of you can't stand to miss law and order. Y'all know I'm telling the truth. Some of you got whatever your favorite shows are, you've got to catch it. What God says this year, look at somebody and help me preach this and say, don't miss the word. <laughs> you can miss out on a lot of things, but don't miss the word. Our text for this first message dealing with supernatural victories in life is one verse found in the fourth chapter of the book of 1 John. 1 John chapter 4 and verse 4, the New Living Translation, a powerful verse that I encourage you to flag in your Bible, on your U-Vision, on your computer, on your phone. Listen to what God says. First John chapter 4 
and verse 4. But you belong to God, my dear children. Now listen to these next words. You have already won a victory over those people. <laughs> Can somebody say those people, those people, those people. You know who they are, right? <laughs> you have already won a victory. All of us have some those people in our lives over those people. Because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. And those that love God's word said amen. Amen. For the next few moments, I want to speak to you from the subject lifted directly from the text. Throughout this series, we're going to try to get messages lifted directly from the text. Four words found in the text is our subject for today's message. Wave at someone behind you, in front of you, beside you, all up in the balcony, and simply say to them, you have already won. I need you to encourage somebody better than that. Say, you have already won. You may be seated. And may I add, may I add, and everything attaches to you wins. I just want to let you know the 11 o'clock congregation, the 8 o'clock congregation was on fire. <laughs> Look at somebody and say, neighbor, victory looks good on you. <laughs> you look like victory. Yeah, you look like a winner. You have already won. Listen. Let me preach this because we do have home going at two. The last time I checked, I don't think the subject of the home going is going anywhere. Y'all didn't catch that, did you? <laughs> Mother Jackson said, I know you didn't say that. <laughs> So she, she, I think she'll be there when we get ready to have this homegoing service. Okay, but but I want to preach to the living for a moment. Okay, I want to preach to the living. Listen, God has asked me to begin this message by stating that as people of faith. Not only do we believe in supernatural victories, but we expect them. Just want to make sure I'm in the right place. You can believe for someone else, but don't expect it for you. 
you can believe that God can grant someone else a miracle, but you are not looking for one or expecting one for yourself. I showed up to declare today that in 2024, expect supernatural victories. Because God says you will get what you expect. You don't expect it, we will not get it. And as we said last week in our introductory message, supernatural victories are possible, they are attainable when we put our trust in the Lord. Please don't misunderstand this next sentence. And not in humanity are the works of humanity. You can't get your victory thinking that I'm going to help you get it. Trust cannot be in Pastor Jackson. Our trust cannot be in who occupies the White House. Does that matter? Yes, it matters. But just in case the orange blog get there again. Just in case someone you do not want get there again. I've got news for you. You are still a winner. Because our trust cannot be put in humanity. My trust is not put in any human being. And it doesn't matter who they are. Nor can you put your faith and confidence in the works of humanity. Here's how the church of old puts it. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus Christ and his righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest thing, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground sinking sand governments sinking sand church organizations sinking sand anything other than the name of Jesus anything other than God Jehovah our provider is sinking sand listen My brothers and sisters, one of the goals of our adversary, the devil, is to discourage us. His goal is to to, to get us to want to feel depressed. He, He attempts to discourage us by often making us feel as if we are defeated even before the battle is over. This is how Satan operates. 
He wants you to feel defeated even while you're still in the midst of the battle. The truth is, we all will have battles. Am I right about it? The truth is no one would ever be exempt from trouble. But most of our battles are emotional, psychological, or spiritual. And not just those physical, materialistic things that we often find ourselves obsessing over. What are you saying? I'm saying flesh and blood, not your enemy. That, that naysayer that gets on your nerve on your job, not your enemy. But we wrestle, here's what Paul says in Ephesians 6 and 12, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Please tell somebody you are not my enemy. I don't care what folks said, do, what, how they hurt you, they are not your enemies. We wrestle against evil spirits. We wrestle against the spirit of the Antichrist. We wrestle against demonic forces that are out to destroy us. And if the enemy can somehow convince us that we cannot win, and that we are already defeated, then in all likelihood, we will be defeated. Let me say that again. If the enemy can convince you before the battle is over that you've already lost, then in all likelihood, you will lose. We came to declare that the devil is a liar. But this is known as psychological warfare. Satan all throughout this year of 2024 is going to be in between your head. It's going to be in your heart. It's going to be trying to convince you that folk don't like you that don't even know you. Uh, the enemy is going to be all up in your mind trying to convince you that they are not on your side. Trying to convince you to uproot yourself. Trying to steal your joy. Trying to kidnap your peace. Trying to get you to have sleepless nights. Trying to get you to lose your appetite over foolishness that is not even deserving of your time. God spoke to me of the Robert Wilson and said, Satan throughout this year of 2024 is going to be all up in your business there. He, he is going to attack your emotions. He's going to attack your mindset. Satan is going to make some of you not even feel like getting out of the bed. Some of you are going to feel depressed. I did not declare anything because I refuse to say what I am not. You may feel like it, but that is not who you are. Satan is going to make you feel so low that you are not going to be able to move and feel as if I can't make it. But I'll stop by Atlas Road on a Sunday morning to declare to somebody you ain't seen nothing yet when God gets through with you God's gonna turn it around
psychological warfare will not work on you in 20. In fact, can I say something? Some of you can shout and dance or holler over this all you want, but this is, can I say something? Look at somebody, help me preach this. Say, neighbor, the devil should have taken me out last year. I was kind of vulnerable. <laughs> he had an opportunity. He had an opportunity to take me out last year, but he missed his chance. And now I've got a greater anointing. I've got a greater favor. I've got a greater sense of God is on my side. And I declare no weapon formed against me. Look at somebody and say, it will not work. Tell them it shall not work. Woo. In the year 2024, those of us who walk by faith and not by what we see or how we feel, in spite of how bad things may go, in our lives we know this that we have already won can I say something the second week in January that will apply and all year long look at your neighbor say neighbor in spite of what may come your way help me to declare that we have already sometimes Job 22 says you got to declare a thing sometimes you got to speak it before you see it you got to speak it before you feel it you got to speak it as you go through it help me throw your head back and say, I have already won. Tell your neighbor, I am a winner. Say, neighbor, I will win again. And everything attached to me will win in 20. a breakthrough anointing I feel the anointing that is about to destroy the yoke the enemy should have kept you home the enemy should not have allowed you to listen to this message but I declare and decree that when my enemy and my foe come upon me to eat up my flesh they will in 2024 stumble look at somebody say you are a winner say you are victorious say neighbor victory 
looks good on you. Say, neighbor, you are more than a conqueror. May I preach? Can I preach? You need a praise partner. Tell somebody, give me some room. I need a praise partner. Say, neighbor, I declare that every evil force that speaks against me in 2024 shall be condemned in heaven and whatsoever I bind in 2024 shall be bound victory 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 somebody say I win look at somebody say you win wave at somebody say your family wins y'all excuse me I am trying to get to the text but God told me to tell somebody everything that will be attached to you win 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 victory victory One more time, I need you to encourage somebody. Look at somebody, say, neighbor, I want you to know that in 2024, victory shall follow you all the days of your life. Wake up in victory. Walk in victory. Look at the text. Look at the text. I must get to the text. John, John the Apostle, John, the only one of the twelve that stood by Jesus every step of the way. John, you know him, the one who was at the foot of the cross. John, the one who recorded in his gospels for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. John, the one that Jesus entrusted the care of his mother to. John writes this brief epistle to the church at large. Unlike Paul's letter to the Corinthians, unlike Paul's letter to the Ephesians, unlike Paul's letters to the Thessalonians, John writes this to everybody. He writes this to all believers 
no matter where you live or where you worship. John writes to let them know that they as believers may be going through a very difficult time in their lives but they have eternal life I heard John write in chapter 5 verse 13 John said I have written this to you who believe in the name of the son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life no matter what you're going through everything is going to be all right if you know that you win in the end you can rejoice during the process let me say that again look at somebody and say if you know that you win in the end you can rejoice during the process broke rejoice sick rejoice out of a job rejoice looking for a house rejoice need a better relationship rejoice why because in the end we have already won john writes this epistle in an attempt to defend the Christian faith and to encourage ooh, those who are faithful to remain steadfast in spite of their hardships. Ooh, I know you're going through something, but I, but I need you uh, to make sure that you don't allow the spirit of the Antichrist, false prophets, to come and kidnap your joy and steal your peace. John said there are a whole lot of false prophets in the land. Whole lot of folk who can preach you happy but they have no anointing to stop sinning themselves. Whole lot of folk who can sing you happy, but cuss you out Monday morning. John said there are a whole lot of people who tell you one thing, but live something else. Look at somebody and say, neighbor, be careful of who you allow to speak into your life. Listen to what John writes in the first verse of the fourth chapter. John writes these words and I quote, do not believe everyone who claims to speak by the spirit. You do know that there are a whole lot of spirits. In fact, everybody got some kind of spirit. So when folk walk up to me and they say, Elder Sarah, the spirit told me to say something to you. I say, hold on. What spirit? Because there are some folk 
that have the spirit of the Antichrist. There are some folk that have got spirits that are not compatible to what God has in store for your life. John says, do not believe everyone who claims to speak by the spirit. He says, you must test them to see if the spirit they have comes from God. For there are many false prophets in the world. Here's how the King James says, you must try the spirit to see if it is from God. Before you click on anything on social media. That's why I, I, don't, I don't click on stuff. I, I, don't want, I don't want everybody speaking a word in my life. I, I, I don't listen to any and everybody. No, not that I feel like I'm above anybody. I'm certainly not, but I'm not beneath anyone either. But I've just decided, Lord, if there's a word you have for me, you know how to get that word to me through an anointed vessel of yours. Because there are people... And all you need now to be an evangelist, a bishop, or an apostle is an iPad. <laughs> That's all you need. An iPad and a kitchen table. <laughs> That's all you need. Last week, you were somewhere drinking and smoking, and this week, you're sitting at your table. I is an apostle. <laughs> I said that on purpose, y'all. I do know the difference <laughs> grammatically. <laughs> you have to be careful of who you allow. That's why God told me to slow this down for a moment. Who you allow to speak into your life. That's why you need to connect. And, and I tell anybody, don't you join Bible Way until you thoroughly check us out. Check out the church, check out the pastor. You, you do a background check if you want to. Do whatever you need to do. Check it out. Find out anything you need to know about me. Go ask my wife's friends, how does he treat her? Because if you're going to allow me to speak into your life 52 weeks out of the year, you ought to have confidence. Not that I'm perfect, but at least I try to do right. Some of you allow homemongers, backstabbers, flat-out liars to impart a word of God in your life. John says, be careful of the spirits that you allow in your life. For there are many false prophets in the world. And then John writes verse number four, which is our text reference for today's message. Verse number four of 1 John chapter four, the New Living Translation. Listen to what John says. And then we will share three insights from this one verse. 
and we're done. But you belong to God, my dear children. You have already won a victory over those people. Mm. Because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit that lives in the world. Listen to these three key insights taken directly from this verse. I pray that they bless you. Number one is this. We as believers belong to God. John writes, you belong to God, my dear children. Now, why is that important? Because if you know you belong to God, what difference does it make that they didn't admit you into the fraternity or the sorority? If you know you belong to God, you don't need to be in anybody else's clique. Can I say something? In this morning's message, God dropped this on my spirit. God says, we all need some more alone time with God. And not so much social interaction with other people. Because when you belong to God, you come to the garden alone. While the dew is still on the roses. He walks with me. He talks with me. Tells me that I am his own. When you belong to God, you don't have to be validated by anybody else. You don't need folk to remember your name because God knows your name. When you belong to God, other folk don't have to pat you on the back. You don't need things named after you. You don't have to be in the right circle because if you walk with God, everything is going to be all right. I need you to encourage somebody and say, we belong to God. By the way, our greatest goal should never be to become the biggest, largest, greatest church. That does not matter with God. God says you are children of God. And then if you go to chapter 2, verse 29, God defines who the children of God are. Just in case there is a mistake. I'll give you time to find it for me upstairs. I just sprung this on you, but I'll give you time. First uh, John chapter 2 and verse 29, the last verse in chapter 2. Since we know that Christ is righteous, we also know that all who do what is right are children of God or God's children. If you want to know if you are a child of God, do you do what's right? You're not perfect, but I try to be right. 
And God said, if you do us right, if you treat people right, if you talk to people right, listen, you call yourself whatever you need to call yourself, but don't call yourself a child of God if you don't treat people right. I, I, I don't like it when people say, well, you know what? I, I, just, I, I just got a people problem. No, you, you, you've got a righteous problem. Because if you belong to God, you treat everybody right. You hate everybody. You speak to everybody. You are there. You don't think you're bigger than anybody. You don't look down your nose on anyone. If you do us right, you are a child of God. Second key insight as we move quickly to our conclusion. Second key insight directly taken from this one verse, verse 4, 1 John chapter 4, New Living Translation. We have the victory over our enemies. Can I read to you again what he said? Look at your neighbors and neighbor. Oh, I need you to see this. In fact, y'all got to help me speak to somebody. I need you to see this. If you don't like talking to people, maybe Bible is not the place for you, okay? <laughs> if, you, if, if, you, if, you, if you too stuck up just, just to say, hey, and I talk to you every now and then, maybe just we ain't the place for you here because, amen, because we interact with each other, amen? Look at what the text says. Help me read this. Look at somebody and says, you have already one, the victory. I need you to scream this last part. Over those people. I wish I had time to preach this. What do you mean, John, those people? Those people who get on your nerve, those people. Those people who are trying to destroy you, those people. Those people who don't want anything to do with you, those people. Those people who stab you in the back and smile in your face, those people. Those people that are trying to get you fired, those people. Those people that are trying to break up your family, those people. Those people that are trying to steal your joy, those people. Those people that want to keep you up at night. Somebody help me shout those people. Go to work tomorrow and wave at somebody and say, hey, those people. (laughs) You got some family members that are those people. Amen. You've got some folk that'll do everything they can to destroy you. But I heard the text say you have already won the victory. It's yours. It's yours. Not that you will, but you have already won the victory over those people that deserves a praise. Somebody ought to stand to their feet and take about 20 seconds to give God your best praise over victory. Victory over those people. Say neighbor, God said, we have 
country over those people. Woo! How many of you know that victory is yours? I've got it, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. Wave at somebody and say, you got it, you got it, you got it, you got it, you got it. You have it, you have it. You have it, you have it. You have it. It's yours. Before you go in the courtroom, it's already yours. Before you go on the operating table, victory is already your best praise in advance for the victory that is already victory somebody say victory say victory Victory is already mine. I've got it. I've got it. Anybody know you've got it? Speak to somebody and say, neighbor, I want you to know that God said you have already. A I gotta tell you this. I ran across a football fan last week. Cowboy fan at that. Congratulations. Y'all would like this story. And this, this person said to me, Last week at the gym, Pastor Jackson, man, I had a good time. I recorded the game. I recorded the game over the Redskins or, or the Commanders. I recorded the game, and I went home to watch the game. And I was so comfortable. He said, I didn't care about some mispass. I didn't care about that little fumble. I didn't care about those three holding penalties on the offensive line because I knew that we had already did you get it so when you wake up in the morning I want you to act like you know the outcome you're just watching the process over again. Can I get a witness? Look at somebody and say, you are a winner. And here's the third and the final one. Here's the third and the final one. We have the victory because something, I need y'all to take a picture of that. Greater is not on us or around us. 
but lives within us. Look at what this text says. The text says this, because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit that lives in the world. You have already won because there's a greater spirit. Ooh, there's a greater anointing that lives inside of you. And here's what God said to me as you rest upon your feet. Winners are not those people who are all about external things. Ooh. But winners, I heard the coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers say this, Brother B.J. Jones, <laughs> Mike Tomlin, when they were on a three or four game losing streak. Excuse the football analogies to all of you who don't like football. But they asked Mike Tomlin, how did you turn it around? True quote. He says, I went in the locker room, I looked them in the eyes, and I said, we start winning from the inside out. Man, that moved me. Tomlin said, I didn't talk about the interceptions. I didn't talk about the fumbles. I didn't talk about the penalties. I just talk about where is your mindset? He said, because when we leave this locker room, we started winning from the inside out. What will help you to continue to be victorious is that there is something in the inside of you. Leave your seats. Walk down these aisles. Come to this altar. You have already won. We have the victory because something greater, point number three, lives within us. See, and this is why Mike Tomlin's words bless me so much. He said, and this, I stood up when he said this and go, whoa. And Cedric, I actually rewind it and heard it again. He says, he looked at his guys and say, guys, when we leave this locker room, we've got to believe in our minds that we are already winners. It starts from the inside out. Whew. And no wonder they're so successful. No wonder the Steelers, one of the greatest franchises in the history of sports. My good friend Donnie Sher has given me a picture of himself that hangs in my state house office with his Hall of Fame jacket from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Simply because I want to surround my atmosphere where I work 
with a spirit of winners. You have already won. And here's what God told me to do, and this is why I wanted to slow this down before we sing this powerful song. Some of you are struggling right now. You are in the midst of psychological warfare. There are some young people that I love dearly, and the enemy is just beating on them. The enemy is just all in their heads, making them feel defeated. Ooh, uh, uh, even before the battle is over. And God told me in 2024, we're going to rebuke all of that. We're going to cast all of that out. And you know what? Every day, we're going to lift our hand and say, you have won again. <laughs> when you wake up tomorrow morning, I need you to look yourself in the mirror and say, you have won again. Pastor, but I don't feel like it. That's okay. Ooh, listen to this powerful word. Let your power fall uh, when your name is called. Brother Cortez, write this. Prove the doubters wrong that you are still mighty and strong. So fight this battle for me. <laughs> Ooh, anybody need the Lord to fight it for me? Look at what the word says. And help my unbelief. <laughs> I send this out to those young people that I'm praying to. Some that I love so dearly right now. I just need you to know that you are a winner. I don't care what has happened in your family. I don't care what's going on in your life. <laughs> So I can tell all my friends that you have won. <laughs> Lord, you won again. And if God has won, you have won. And if God wins, you have won. <laughs> Come on, Elder Anthony Thomas and the men's praise team. Let your power fall. Let it fall. Let it fall, Lord. Let it fall. When your name is called. Thank you, Anthony. Prove the doubters wrong. Prove the doubters wrong, Lord. God, you're still mighty and strong. Ah, sing, young man. Let your power fall. Let it fall. Fight this battle! 
battle for me. So fight this battle for me. And help my unbelief. So I can tell all of my friends that you have won. those hands you did it again you did it I said you did it again you did it I said you did it again hey you won man I said you did it again you won brother it may feel like I'm losing
You have been listening to the worship service of the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, where Daryl Jackson is our pastor. Our worship services are open to all at 2440 Atlas Road in Columbia, South Carolina, just off Interstate 77 between Shaw and Bluff Roads. We will continue to air our services here on the radio. We are also streaming live on our website at bwcar.org, on Facebook at Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, and now on YouTube. Our streaming services are available live on Sundays at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. and on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. If you missed any of our services or want to watch them again, you can get them on demand on any of our social media channels. We invite you to stay in spiritual fellowship with us. To place your order for a CD or DVD of today's sermon titled, You Have Already Won, please call us at 803-776-1238. Reference, sermon number 011424. Again, that telephone number is 803-776-1238. Sermon number 011424. There's still time to join us for a virtual nine-week small group course as we study the Dave Ramsey Total Money Makeover. Learn biblical principles on finance, how to gain control of your spending habits, and much more. Two class sessions are offered, led by Deacon Will Hayes. For cost of course materials and online access, register now at bwcar.org. Our Wired Teen Youth Ministry meets every second and third Sunday of each month at 11 a.m. in the sanctuary. Youth ages 13 through 19 are invited to join us for the January sermon series, Higher Level. And parents, Children's Church for youth ages 4 through 12 is held every Sunday at 11 a.m. in the C.R. Mill Dream Center. We praise God for the testimonies of those who have received Christ and now have a deeper relationship with God as a result of this ministry. To sow a financial seed into this ministry, you can give online by clicking the link on our website at bwcar.org or you can give right from your mobile phone by texting BWCAR and your giving amount to the number 73256. You can also mail your gift to Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, Post Office Box 90309, Columbia, South Carolina, 29290. Please do not mail cash. Financial donations are being accepted at the church on Tuesdays from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. We thank you for your continued support of this ministry. At Bible Way, our mission is to know God, to love, and to serve.